Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's Insight Assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. M-M-A. Oh. M-M-A. M-M-A. What a mm. night for... Uh, I'm just popping a fiery tweet right now. Sorry, guys, if I'm a little distracted. But, uh, yes, thank you, everyone, who is tuning in right now to the UFC Vegas 32... Dillashaw versus Stan Hagen post-fight show. Uh, it is I, Alexander Kaylee. Hello, good to see you. Thank you for uh, for joining us again, guys. I know you were here for the preview show and I know the Q&A with uh, Jose and uh, and Casey, where you're going to get more of that, plus me, because I am once again joined by Jose Youngs. Yo, what's up? Sorry, I'm doing like a lot of post-fight work while we were, while we shoot this. And Jose, everyone understands. Don't worry. Do not do not apologize. And uh, of course, in the truck on the ones and twos, Mr. E. Casey Lyde. Yo, what's up? Oh man, is that your new catchphrase? Yo, what's up? Hey, kids. That's good. Who okay, likes well, rock and roll? roll? Eh, well, oh. you know, we're workshopping it. We're workshopping. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That was that's cool. good though. It's a yeah. good start. No, it's a very good start. Yeah, thank you, thank you. You really, yeah, you really can't lose with all that. Uh, tons to talk about, guys. This is, uh, I would say, more so than some pay per views we've seen recently. There's a lot of storylines here, a lot of big finishes, a lot of people stepping up, people changing divisions, sort of re-announcing themselves, perhaps as contenders. Controversial Oops, decisions. Uh, wait, that's wrong comment. Of- <laughs> That was just a random comment. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see it. A fight of the year contender. One of the. I mean, it felt like multiple fight of the year contenders. Uh, probably some of the greatest bantamweight fights we've ever seen. I'm not even sure how you guys are going to rank all the bantamweight fights we saw tonight. There were so many good ones. Uh, but let's let's start with the main event. I think we have to. TJ Dillashaw wins a split decision over Corey Sandhagen. Uh, two 48-47s for Dillashaw and a 48. 48- 47 for Sandhagen. Dillashaw's first fight, of course, in over two years uh, since coming back from his USADA suspension after being busted for EPO in April uh, 2019. And I thought he looked pretty good. Certainly the judges did too. Good enough to win. Jose, what was your assessment of the main event, uh, both from entertainment-wise and and who do you think won? Well, the fight ruled. The fight absolutely lived up to everything that I know a lot of people were like, oh, Jose jinxed it by rating it 11 out of 10. It's going to be Derek Lewis and Ganu all over again. Like that's It just wasn't going to happen because those these two fighters and TJ Dillashaw and Corey Sanhagen are just better all-around martial artists than Francis and Ganu and Derek Lewis. Uh, so it was it lived up to everything. In my mind, that fight absolutely ruled. It had everything I was, I was looking for in a high-level martial arts fight against arguably the two best Bantamweight on planet earth uh i had a 3-2 Corey sanhagen i saw a lot of people have a 3-2 Corey sanhagen i it wasn't unanimous like some of the fights uh that we're probably going to talk about from earlier in the night i saw a handful of 3-2 tj dillashaw's but it, in the end it, it came down to clearly the final round i think uh i think it was like people had it like one going back and forth so it was like tj Corey, tj Corey, and then tj won the and then 
I guess the judges thought TJ won the fifth. But from the media, from watching, seeing all our fellow media members and fans, I think most of them, I'd say a good 80%, 75 to 80% had Sanhagen winning. But I did see some Dillashaw, so it wasn't a unanimous. Yeah, let me do a quick tally here from MMADecisions.com. Uh, and by the way, if people want to know the judges, it was uh, Derek Cleary scored it for Sanhagen, and Sal Diamato and Junichiro Camillo scored it for Dillashaw. Uh, so I see six of the media members on MMADecisions.com scored it for Dillashaw, and the other ooh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11 uh, I'm just eyeballing here, but at 15, maybe like, almost, maybe a little over the 15 media members scored mm-hmm. it for uh, Sandhagen at 40, 47, either way, nobody had a score. Algermain had it. The reigning champion had TJ winning. He, he so didn't I give guess. a score, right? He just said he thought TJ no, won. Yeah. Uh, Casey, same question, man. What, what, what did you think? I'm, I'm sure you enjoyed <laughs> the fight uh, as, as I would imagine most red blooded MMA fans would. Americans. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think won? And uh, how do you think TJ looked? Um, First question, who do I think won? I thought uh, Corey Sanhagen won. Uh, I thought he won uh, three rounds to two with um, pretty much seeming, it seems like the close round was round five, and I thought Sanhagen won that pretty clearly. Um, I thought if this is a pride rules, I thought Sanhagen won too. I thought he did the most damage. I thought basically what Corey said in his post fight, I thought he did the most damage. I don't think Dillashaw ever really um, hurt Sanhagen or put him in danger. And um, so... By round, I had Sanhagen winning the fight, and by just pure pride rules, I had Sanhagen winning the fight. But the fight freaking ruled. It was actually way more competitive than I thought. Um, TJ looked, uh, he looked, he looked just as good as he's ever looked. And, but the game, not the game, he didn't get beat tonight, but the game is just very, he, there's not a big gap. I felt like there was a, maybe a slightly bigger gap when he was champ between him and the next challenger. Uh, but now, even with Sanhagen not as his champ, uh, with you know, I think Jan's still the best. So you know, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't see this TJ Dillashaw. I was like, oh, clearly now that's just he's just the uncrowned champ. No, but TJ's back. Um, he looks very good. Um, but I did have Sanhagen win in this fight. Yeah, look, this is one of again I said at the beginning one of the best bantamweight fights I've ever seen. Uh, it was it was just amazing, and and I certainly don't think whether people thought feel even if you feel strongly oh. that Sanhagen won or you feel strongly that uh, Dillashaw won, I don't know that could overshadow the action that we saw tonight. I don't think either guy's stock fell that much. Corey Sang Corey Sanhagen kind of knew he was uh, taking a risk fighting T.J. Dillashaw. It is a fight that he wanted for actually for quite some time, so he got what he wished for. He didn't get the W. Um, but Casey, as you mentioned, if you took like a highlight reel of the, the biggest moments in the fight, so many of them belong to Sanhagen. And, again, and that is not how we score fights. But he hit two beautiful jumping knees, one of them in the first, which uh, fell into an inverted triangle, which I don't know if any of us has ever seen before and would have been like one of the greatest finishes in UFC in MMA history. And then I think in the second round, or I don't know, second or third, he caught him with another one. And it was clean. It was I think it might have been the third because I think in the, in the second he knocked him down with a, with a punch foot. It was so clean. It was the same knee, I swear, that knocked out uh, Frankie Edgar. So if anyone's questioning uh, how diminished Dillashaw might be at age 35 after not competing for two years, he ate some bombs. <laughs> I mean, he really ate some bombs. Well, that second, that, that, yeah. Clearly that, ch- that, that very weak chin that he had when he went to flyweight, <laughs> his EPO chin, um, that was bad for him. It didn't make him a better fighter. And now Horrible. that he's fighting at his, um, not want to say, is more comfortable, he, the weight he's used to fighting at, 135, he actually had a chin this time. And he ate mm. big, big shots. And, um, you know, I, I think um, he, uh, actually Jose made a great um, observation in our fan Q&A talking about, you know, I was like, well, you know, he had, you know talking about ring rust, he's older. But um, Jose said, um, well, you know what? But he hasn't gotten beaten up. He's actually training. He, he, he got to heal his brain, his body. A guy that's been competing in you know, high-level wrestling and MMA for, I don't know, over a decade, de- two decades. I don't know. So um, I think that really showed tonight. I think the time off um, made TJ a more durable fighter. Uh, well he had to be because he got messed up all over again a massive cut over his right eye i mean it's one of those cuts when after they cleaned it up and you know the camera gets a good shot at it oh my lord 
I saw a lot of people tweeting like, "Oh, his chin is gone," including Aljamain Sterling. I, was I, like, yeah, ah. I saw you mention like, that. Yeah. And I was like, "Bro, <laughs> he got punched clean by a he got punched in the face by the one of the best fighters on planet Earth." Like, <laughs> allow that to happen to you, and then I'll say, "Oh, your chin's gone." No, you just got hit really hard. Give him some slack. <laughs> the second I, I would not take. Would've, I would not take Aljamain. Like anybody? Yeah. Aljamain no, I agree. The fight. I'm, I'm not just, taking anything from I'm just it. Sad. Yeah. I'm just. I just include Aljamain so people yeah. can go find it. So they're not like, oh, Jose is making this up. Like, no, he tweeted chain gone. I'm like stupid. Corey, like Corey Sanhagen <laughs> knocks out a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so he had the cut. He also hurt his left knee, I believe. Uh, no, he, no, no. He fought. He, he didn't hurt it. Sanhagen hurt it. Sanhagen hurt his knee. Yeah, he didn't. He, uh, <laughs> just. He was very careless, kind of fighting off his heel attempt in the first. And then the commentary team very astutely pointed out between rounds that he, uh, TJ kind of limped back to the corner. So that might have been a factor as well. Jose, I want to know what you thought of Sanhagen's sort of a strategy. I mean, it's for me, I would say it's hard to criticize because he's a creative striker as it is. But the commentary was getting on him a little bit for abandoning fundamentals, going for some spinning strikes, some flying strikes. Um, <laughs> do, what, what did you think? Did you think that uh, it might have t- taken away from his chances of winning this fight? If anything, it, it, I don't think it took away in the sense that he was, as everyone said, he was clearly doing the most damage. And it was clearly like all the highlights belong to Corey Sanhagen. But when you miss, when you're on your back... It doesn't look great unless you know what you're looking at. Does that make sense? Like optically, it doesn't look great. You can be doing all the damage in the world. The fact that TJ Dillashaw is still raining punches down on you while you're going for heel hooks probably doesn't optically look great. Like I thought Corey Sanhagen looked awesome in the first round. Like, yeah, he lost it. And I think we can all agree that he probably lost the first round, but he was like rolling around, going for heel hooks, all like putting himself in a lot of danger to try to put TJ Dillashaw away early. So um, I don't I don't know what the game plan was. Like it clearly worked for him getting here, and it clearly – we're all – a lot of us are in agreement that Corey Sanhagen won. So it clearly worked against yeah, TJ yeah. Dillashaw. <laughs> it clearly worked. So it, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's Corey, I don't think it's Corey Sanhagen should change his approach. It's what got him to the dance. Yeah. Yeah, and and, uh, and the judging was a, a little wonky tonight. If we're to to be uh, to put it delicately, we had some. Again, I will elaborate more on that after. Yeah, we'll talk and about that later. I, I yeah, I certainly could see how people might think the judging was wonky with the main event. I should have. By the way, I'm sorry. I should have broken this down round by round. I said who the judges were. All three judges agreed first round Dillashaw. Uh, they all agreed second round Sandhagen, which I think was one of the clearest clearest round. I think any, if anyone yeah. didn't score the second round for Sandhagen, you're nuts. Uh, third. Oh, so it came down to the final. They disagreed the final two rounds. It looks like ah. ten nine. All three agreed. Yeah, all three agreed. Ten nine. Dillashaw third. The fourth was uh, Cleary and Diamato gave it to Sanhagen, and then the fifth, Cleary and Camillo gave to Dillashaw. Oh, sorry, gave to Sanhagen. Yeah. No. I read that. I read that in the most confusing manner possible. So if anyone understood how I understood that, you're a genius because I messed that up. But <laughs> uh, my point is, they disagreed on the fourth and fifth round, so it didn't just come down to one round. It looks like uh, it was kind of a kind of a mixture of the two. All right. Well. Mm-hmm. All right. So there we go. But uh, a great fight. A great fight, guys. Uh, so let's because they'll probably come out soon. Let's uh, let's go. Let's play the game now, Casey. Oh. We had some great options here. What, what was the fight of the night? Will there be multiple fight of the nights? Who do you think got performance bonuses? It, let's 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 restrict it to uh, four bonuses. Let's say, unlike last time, let's say they just do four bonuses. Casey, who's getting them tonight? Uh, well, Pavi and Phillips did have fight of the night until yeah, the main event real. came out. So sucks for them. But fight of the night clearly, uh, TG Dillashaw, Corey Sanhagen. Um, Would you rather before, give two fight of the nights? I would wouldn't you, mind. Would you, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind giving the top two fights just two fighter nights rather than the performance. Right. I, I, that, sure. that sounds actually fine. I'm gonna go for that one. T- okay. Would you put? Would okay. you put TJ TJ Sanhagen on your shortlist for fight of the years? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah, it was pretty, way, to me, it was, it was pretty. It's pretty obvious. That's fight of the year. I, yeah. I got to kind of <laughs> review it, the list, but it reminded me a lot of the Cruz Dillashaw fight. Like that fight yes. just ruled all just as ruled. like a yeah. martial arts fight. It just ruled. Like everything about that fight was fantastic. In my professional opinion. Analytically, that fight ruled. <laughs> you've you've <laughs> yeah. crunched the nu- you've crunched the numbers on this. This fight ruled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I don't have an issue because the Kyler Phillips Pavea fight that was bananas. I thought Kyler Phillips was going to put him away in the first round, and then he he pulled it out. Uh, 
good scraps. All like even there were a lot of good scraps on the early uh, quote unquote prelims too. The first yeah. half of the card. Oh, so what, 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 what did you what did you give this card coming? What did we get this gymnastic score coming into this card? I don't, we did know, it. I, we, I don't we think we didn't do it. it. I, Let's we just go letter it. grade. I mean, this is an A. This card was an A. It's it's a clear A. It, for, it just it for fight delivered night, in every possible For a fight night on paper, this is an A. And this actually, to me, exceeded expectations. So an absolutely fantastic fight night. Um, an A on mm-hmm. paper and A plus in execution. Oh. So, but yeah, you bumped it up. I, I'm, I'm not even count, I'm not counting the bad judging. That, ju- that has nothing to do with the UFC or the fighters themselves. The yes. judging does give a little sour. Let's- the judging is like going to see like a great movie, but you, you come out and your car, someone smashed, broke into your car or something. I don't know. It doesn't affect, it well, doesn't affect the entertainment you had that night, but let's get it, to it. it. We've, we've, it yeah. we've, we've hinted at it enough, but I do want to say, Jose, so you would also go preferably two fight the night bonuses. Uh, if they do that tonight, you'd further go the main event, Kome, and just give them, give the bonuses to those guys. I wouldn't have a problem, even if it's just to reward Kyler for taking the flight. Yeah. You know, you know, like he didn't have to take this fight. Like he's fighting a flyweight coming up and to stay on the card. So even to reward Kyler for a good performance and he went for the kill, it's not like he was playing it safe. So yeah, why not? Because the performances, if you were going to do performances, you would go like, I guess, Elkins probably and uh, Arce? Arce or... There were a yeah, lot. I, Gall's performance was great. Arce's performance yeah, was great. I loved yeah. Emma Vov. I think Emma Vov. Imavov, I love yeah. watching Emma Vov fight. I think that I think he yeah, is, the, I think the, he's exceptional. I think those I think those are all fantastic uh, stoppages. But like Eubanks, we've said a thousand, yeah. I think it all a thousand times. Like Eubanks stopped someone that was four and zero, and even even DC said like it's sometimes it's hard to. Sometimes it's hard to do what everyone says you're going to do. And then, oh, okay. like, that's exactly what happened. Same as uh, a lot of the other fights you just mentioned. Like, I think a lot of people just assumed that's what would happen. So while they were 10 out of 10 finishes, I don't think they're, they're going to get bonuses, unfortunately. Hmm. So we had a lot of controversy throughout the night. Again, uh, so Paiva Phillips, pretty much everyone said this looked like it was going to be a draw. 10 8 Phillips in the first round. He did yeah, this. Yeah, I had it as he a was draw. Win- Right, he was winning the round already. Uh, first round one already did a ridiculous amount of damage in the uh, at the end of the first to the point that many again on on MMA Twitter were like, that, "Was that like this fight wasn't stopped? Like, why was this fight not stopped? He shouldn't come out. Uh, Paiva shouldn't come out for the rest of the fight." But at the end of the day, two of the only one of the judges gave it a 28-28. The other two 28s for uh, Paiva. So this was a robbery of sorts, as in you know Phillips should have gotten the draw. Uh, but I mean, Jose, what do you think? Is it a tragedy that uh, Paeva kind of got away with the win here? Uh, I thought it was it was either Kyler won or a draw. It was one of the two. Uh, but it, like cause like when I was when I was because uh, I post the graphics for us, I had Kyler Phillips teed up ready to go. Uh, just because I didn't know because the judges were just wonky all night anyway. So I'm like, well, uh-huh. at least Kyler. It's either a draw at worst. I'm going to assume the judges aren't going to score to draw. And then shockingly, they scored for Pavea. So, yeah, weird. Wasn't <laughs> expecting it. I didn't really have a reaction, honestly, because I think I was just so excited for the main event. I know that's bad, but it was just weird. It was just a bizarre scenario. How? I'm uh, sorry. So how, you would have given Phillips. Rounds one and two? I'm not saying that I had it. I scored it a draw. I was just basing oh, okay. it off of just weird, like weird judging. Like oh, okay, I yeah. for sure score. Like I think I tweeted like draw or something like that. But me too. I think I'm just assuming the. Yeah. I think I at this point I'm like, well, the judges are gonna get it wrong. So anything other than a draw is wrong, and I don't see how Pavia won it. So I'm just gonna assume Kyler won it on their score. This Card, this was Cards. very unfortunate. Uh, not not having um that first round score to ten eight. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll have to watch it again. Maybe they thought Paiva did enough in the rest of the round, but again, I do feel like Phillips was winning and then really put the cherry on it with it with what looked almost like a finish at the end. So, uh, very unfortunate. It should be a draw. I don't think either guy should be taking a loss, uh, especially you know um, uh, Kyler Phillips. But, uh, gentlemen, we have our bonuses. We have our bonuses. Is it traditional fight night and two performances? It is traditional. Okay, so, do you so want to take another? Do you want to take another guess here, uh, Casey? A main event fight of the night mm-hmm. and performances. Uh, Elkins and yeah, maybe Giannis. Let's go, Giannis. You, sir, you nailed the performance bonuses. But the fight of the night, oh, what has gone to Kyler Phillips and uh, Holly and Paiva? That is a makeup. That's a makeup. That's a makeup <laughs> performance bonus because the UFC doesn't. They know Kyler Phillips got screwed, and yeah, that's that's all that is. So, um, 
It's yeah. a great. It was a great fight. It was a great, it was a fight. great fight. Wasn't the main it was event. A great fight. When we it, talk about fight of the fight of the years, we're going to mention the main event over the co-main. That's all. Yeah, 100%. I would. I would think so. Just given the stakes of it and the storyline, mm-hmm. like everything, just everything just culminated perfectly. But congrats to everyone who won bonuses. <laughs> Taron Elkins, you're a friggin' hero. Uh, oh, but but let's let's. <laughs> I'm going to skip over that fight for a second just to get to our other controversy of the night. Uh, which we thought would be the biggest one um, until all this other stuff yeah, happened later. Too bad. Flyweights, yeah. young flyweights, Macy Barber and Random Maverick, uh, I thought put on a pretty good three-round fight. Most of us had Ma- uh, Maverick up to nothing going into the last round, and then it turns out Macy Barber wins a split decision with a pair of 29-28 scores. Casey, uh, instant robbery review. What, what do you think? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go to – oh, my God. So I'm on um, MMA decisions right now, yes. and I'm going to just estimate about 25 <laughs> media members, 100% all have Maverick. Uh-huh. Yeah. My score isn't included. Our three scores aren't included, so you can add three more because I'm pretty sure we all had Maverick winning that fight, uh, fight uh-huh. uh, rounds one and two. It was pretty clear. It was a Maverick card. I don't understand what the judges saw. That's it. That's all. That's all I got to say. And um, I'm not going to talk – and let's not talk about – uh, Barber's kind of odd. Oh yeah, okay. Good decision. Good decision. I mean, horrible decision. Horrible decision. But yes, Macy, but, but you know, but this is this is the weird. Okay, say even if Macy Barber lost that fight, this is the not problem. Macy Barber, like the she did, wasn't the Grasso fight very similar. She got her butt kicked kind of the first two rounds, and the third yeah. round she came strong. And then we saw the same thing tonight. So clearly, think, Macy I, Barber doesn't suck or anything. It's no. just she lost. I felt she lost. To well, back to back. Well, the Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Grosso in this fight, I felt she just lost to better prospects, but close competitive fights. I think the difference between the Grosso and the Maverick fight is Grosso, like Macy didn't do anything against Alexa Grosso except hit her really hard a handful of times, and Alexa was basically just a step ahead of a step ahead the whole time. Like I think more, I think I had a two-one Miranda, but Macy at least showed something in the first few in the first few rounds. Mm A little is still something, I guess, technically, but I agree in the end. It was I thought it was super obvious. Macy won the last round and Miranda won the first two. I think we're all in agreement, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. I think it was like clear as day. Yeah. It was clear yeah. as day. That's a tough one. That's a tough one if you're uh, Miranda Maverick and her team to swallow. Because you definitely feel like you did it's a learning lesson too, I guess. Maybe you know, maybe you 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 gotta you gotta Keep the pedal to the metal or whatever cliche you want to throw out there and make sure you don't get leave that, it in the hands of the judges. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You, you want to say, say, it, say it, AK. Say it, AK. Don't I leave it. I'm not going to say it. I literally also think that this is the first fighter that Miranda Maverick has fought that can, I don't want to say, I don't know they're, they're, how strong each woman is, but like Miranda can't just physically out muscle Macy. Like you <laughs> could see she was going for hit throws and everything and she just didn't get them. So I, I agree with AK. Like if, in, up until this point, if Miranda wanted to throw you, she was going to throw you or she was going to just physically bully you. If that doesn't happen, you got to have plan B. And I just didn't, didn't, don't think she had a plan B. But Macy, it doesn't matter because she still won the fight. Yeah, I mean, it's – look, I, I think round two, I will probably rewatch the fight. Uh, I'm sure Maverick team will look at that and be like, "What more we have done?" Uh, and the and the other thing they'll probably say is, "What did Barber do in that round to win the fight?" But I guess there just wasn't this moment that the, the judges could hang their hat on to clearly give it to Maverick, even though again, most of us watching it, taking the whole five minutes of the second round, we're kind of like, "That 
that really looked like a Maverick round, didn't it? But I'll watch it again. We'll see. But that did appear to be the uh, the, the judges judging mishap of the night on a uh, on an evening where there were. Uh, a trio of such things. So, but uh, a lot of good stuff in the main card too. Again, we had we had our performance bonus winners. Let's talk about them now. Uh, Darren Elkins. I mean, this is this this is the script. You know what I mean? This is a pro wrestler who's been using this. He's been he's been wrestling the same match for like the last five years. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was gonna and say you know like what? we love no, it. In, in, in pro wrestling, the fans are turning on them for writing the same story <laughs> over and over and over. Oh, he Dude only wrestles his, one Dude kind gets, of match. Dude gets his face caved in and comes back and wins. Yeah, More right. at five. <laughs> but but you could you could almost feel it because Minner, Minner is a great finisher. Minner has like twenty something submissions in his career, so yeah. you could see him. He's like he got he got the advantage early in the fight. He's totally going for it. And it's like, but when he didn't get it, all the everyone on Twitter was saying Elkins has it right where he wants him. I mean, Casey, <laughs> yeah. is this Casey? How 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 much longer can this guy get away with this? Like this doesn't. He, you know he's gonna run out of luck soon. As as long as he can pass medicals and clear the cat scans, because he takes a lot of damage. Um, so, it, I mean, it's a very dangerous. It's a very <laughs> Elkins lives very dangerously, and um, it's not it's not the best way for a prize fighter to make a living. The amount of times he gets hit in the head, but. He gets the W and um, good for him. And it was I, I love watching Gary Eklund's fight. I just love it. And I was I was reminded watching this fight. I was like, how did Ryan Hall beat this man? But then I remember Ryan Hall actually won with striking. If you remember, he actually dropped yeah. Elkins yeah. twice of kicks. So uh, if don't yeah don't don't grapple with uh, Darren Elkins. That's all. Do not grapple with him. Don't don't try to prove it. You're not gonna prove anyone. Not gonna prove anything to anyone. Just um, keep him away. Throw bricks at him and bottles, and just wait for the judges to raise your hand. Do not try people to he, touch him. People, people he beat also aren't they're physically not the same a lot of times. Yeah, like even when <laughs> like you know like you blow your gas tank out trying to finish him, you can't, and then he just caves your face in. Like Marisad Bektik never recovered from getting a head kick no. yeah. after just piecing him up. <laughs> Oh yeah, Meta- it went, it, like, Meta- it went, like when the judge, when the when the ref stopped the fight, Minner like wasn't even like all beat up. He just kind of stood up, going like, oh, "That sucked." You know, it was actually, yeah. he, you know, he was like, like Darren Elkins looked way worse. He looked way worse. Minner just looked exhausted, and he he essentially just tapped from strike. He didn't tap, but he eventually, he eventually just go. I just yeah, can't fight anymore. Like, like, he wasn't beat up. He isn't. He just. I just can't fight anymore. Like, and that's. Darren Elkins is freaking awesome. One of a kind. I love him. <laughs> Hall of Famer. I don't Met- care. Metaphysical <laughs> individual in the comments saying, no, he, he's no, he's Cactus Jack. He is Cactus uh, yes, Jack. Very, very McFoley-esque, uh, whichever face of Foley you prefer. Uh, very McFoley-esque in his ability to take damage and just be a friggin' hero. And uh, is anyone like do, Did anyone like Dude Love? Was that anyone's favorite? I, I like the dance. I like the Dude Love dance. <laughs> but do you like nice Dude dance. Love or do you like the dance? I like the dance. It's part of the dude love character. It's obviously maybe the least, you know, everyone's least favorite. I would say. I maybe I'm wrong. Shout shout out, uh, you know, dude love in the comments if that's your favorite Mick Foley. Um, but uh, you know, we don't speak for everyone here. Uh, and then uh, the opener, of the main card guys, which which looked like that was going to be the fight of the night. On many other cards, it would have been uh, Adrian Yanez and Randy Costa. Gosh, bantamweights. I mean, we're just talking. It's just nonstop bantamweight excitement on this card. It is the best division. It would totally shut up in this fight. You had the the methodical machine like Adrian Yanez against the very aggressive uh, Randy Costa, and you got two just awesome, awesome rounds of action. Uh, are we, I mean, uh, Jose, what were your impressions of this fight? Were, are we? Is this going to get forgotten with all the other Say stuff? It that uh, Say it again. Sorry, I was. Is this, sorry, is this? Is this uh, Cody Garbrandt's tweeting? So I was trying to see what yes. he's tweeting about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, Yanez and Costa. Is this fight going to be forgotten given everything nah, else that happened? No, this fight was awesome. No, no because Adrian Yanez, I think, has one of the brightest futures Ooh. in the in in the bantamweight division, and and so does Randy Costa. He they just fought at a time like, for all we know, in three, four years, five years from now, they could be running it back on on a main card of a pay per view, maybe a co main. I don't know if any are fighting for the title. Anytime soon, especially with the amount of ladder lungs they have to ladder rungs they have to climb up at at 135 pound division. But uh, Adrian Yanez's hands are unbelievable. Uh, me and our good friend, 
Oscar Willis were like texting during that fight because he's he was big on the Adrian Yanez train uh, early mm-hmm. on in his mm-hmm. career. And imagine a fight between like him and Cheeto Vera. It's not going to happen, but that fight would rule. Just the <laughs> amount of volume and boxing would be beautiful. Or like obviously they're not going to give him Sugar Sean, but like the fact that we're like fantasy matchmaking this is awesome. Like such fun fights, such a fun fight, and such an exciting man. When I, I love Costa's game plan because he he's like, okay, well, this guy is he's not it's he's not that he's a slow starter, but he's a counter fighter. And he's like, I'm just gonna get in his face. I'm gonna get in his face. I'm pumping this jab. I'm throwing, I'm throwing, I'm spamming head kick. I'm like playing the UFC video game. I'm just spamming head kick. And it almost worked because he clearly won the first round. Uh, but Yanez, man, once he gets those lasers on someone, he does not miss. Like it, he I said that you know the term download. How did like, you pronounce his last name? Yanez. What did I say? Yanez. You say Yanez. Yeah, you did. Yo, Yanis. 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 You know that you know that like custardy dessert that we have in Mexico that looks like an upside down pudding and it has like the <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about, Casey? Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, what's yeah. it how do you pronounce that? Flan? Flan. No, it's flan. flan. Yeah. flan. I, yeah. I, I, wanted, I, I know it's flan. He messed me up. It's flan. flan. I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted Casey. Flan. I mean, I wanted Casey to be like, yeah, give me a plate of flan. <laughs> I flan. <said> flan. <laughs> uh, uh, Casey, uh, what did you think of these two guys, man? I mean, uh, is was this just was this a statement fight for Yanez? Is he going to be like, are we going to see him? Uh, Jose says they might fight again. Do you think Yanez proved he's a class above here? Or is it, I mean, are we just going to see Yanez and Costa again, whether they fight each other or not, but both kind of making headlines for the next two, like three years? No, I don't, I don't think there's any reason for them to fight anytime. With, with, with how great the Bantamweight division is, there's no reason for them to fight again um, anytime in the near future. Um, but Cost, I thought I thought this was going to be one-way traffic. I thought Yanez was going to just roll through Costa. And I thought the second round was going to be the beginning of the fight. But credit to Randy Costa, he came out super strong. Um, came out super aggressive, like you said, that jab, just using his height and reach. And um, Giannis kind of said it in um, um, the post fight inter- the post fight interview. Um, he just started slow, and you can't start slow in MMA because um, you can get rocked really hard. Luckily, um, Giannis um, recovered and um, was able to uh, find that range and and and, and, clear- and show that he was just the better striker and better. Better striker. I'm, I'm not sure about the entire mixed martial arts, but um, Costa couldn't get it to the ground or couldn't um, engage in any other form. You no, know, he couldn't change the fight. Once Giannis took over and made it, Giannis got comfortable in his range. Then it was it was one way traffic. Um, Giannis is awesome. Um, good test from a good. It's a good fight that even though he won, he's still going to learn a lot from this too. And that's yeah. um, that's a that's a bonus for a fighter. Bantamweights, guys. I know. Bantam. I keep saying it, man. So I guess it's, uh, I want to talk about the prelims in a second, guys, but uh, I guess the result of just to go back to the main event for a moment, I guess our question was answered. We were talking a lot about where will TJ Dillashaw land in the rankings. Uh, I guess he just takes Corey Sanhagen's spot, right? So he's just, no, how high is he? How high is he? I still have Sanhagen ranked above. Oh, because, oh, oh, you're one of those people. I I don't care what the judges say. I go with what I saw. Yeah, right now on my ranking, I have Sanhagen has the fourth best in the world. This includes everyone. So, so basically, Horiguchi's in there. They kind of throw everything off. Oh, but wow, um, I will put yeah. TJ Dillashaw one spot behind Corey Sanhagen. So that would be what? He'll be number five on my list. Okay, Jose, how do you feel about that? What, what, what do you think? Where do you think he's going to be on your list? He's three on mine. I think wins and losses <laughs> matter, regardless of whether you agree with them or not. And I'm not knocking anyone that has Corey Sanhagen ranked above, like that's perfectly fair. And no, I, you can do it. You can knock them. I see. I very, it's a valid <laughs> argument. And I, I agree with it hundred <laughs> um, percent. I just think wins and losses are important in the grand scheme of things, especially in MMA. Corey Sanhagen's not going to fight for the title next and TJ Dillashaw probably will. Uh, so I put him third. I still have Algermain by default, number one and Jan one B or two, however you want to say it. Okay, so so we were all in agreement. No matter who you thought won tonight, we're still comfortable. Have, we're, still, still, we're still putting four. like at worst he's four, and we're still putting Aljo and Jan in some order at one and two. We're not breaking up that sort of. They're kind of tied together. Yeah, neither yeah. Sanhagen nor yeah. Dillashaw. There was nothing that ha- there was nothing happening tonight that would have put one person over on top okay. of uh, Jan or Aljo. 
All right. Yeah. Uh, the guys, the prelims were super exciting as well. I thought again a lot of good fights, great results. So just, but let's one story, one storyline. Casey, uh, what was the what was the one storyline or fight that kind of or performance that kind of jumped out to you from the prelims? Um, I know people were high in Mickey Gall's performance, but uh, I think that was just a, a good win for him. Um, I don't, I, I don't think Jordan Williams is you know a He's good. He's a good fighter, but I don't know how long we'll see him in the in the UFC. Um, I love his story, but and everything. But um, actually, I was most impressed with um, Imavov um, and Imavov and his um, finish of Ian Heinish. I was just, I just liked, I liked, I liked the way, I like, I just like the way he fights. I like how cool and collected he is. He doesn't seem to, he just, he just, he can't, he gives me a Musasi feel in a sense. Uh, just very Ooh. relaxed. Never looks like he's breathing hard. Just, just in control of the fight. Um, so I was very impressed by his performance and, um, Sarge, Sarge Eubanks. I know it was an overmatched opponent, but like DC said, she did something. It's hard to do what you're expected to do. And she did it. No, 10 plus, you know, it was an excellent performance, just great technique, uh, great everything. And so, uh, this is the Eubanks that we thought could be a title contender at 20 at flyweight. Casey, I, I asked for one. Star. Oh, you're you're a BTL. You're a BT. You're the BTL know, like know, five yeah. round judge. You think you would be a rule follower? It's out the window now. Jose prelims. Talk Imavov, about whatever. <laughs> talk about whatever you want. However many fights you want to talk about. I'm Go ahead. The, the, the floor is yours. I mean, the fights like the Sajar Eubanks fight was. I liked her call out too. I think that's an important part. Uh, she called out pretty much everyone above her, which is like good on you. Uh, she said she called out Jessica I, which I think was a smart one. But then she also brought up the fact that she has wins over Roxanne Modafari and Lauren Murphy, and then closed it out saying like, and then dropped the champion. So everyone agrees that she's probably not going to fight for the title anytime soon at 125. Uh, but just giving people a reminder. So I think that was important. And then as Casey said, Imavov is just like a lot of fun to watch. Uh, and I, I actually think the Brent, I'm not super high on Mickey Gall as a talent. Like, I don't think he's ever going to be a top 15, top 10 welterweight, but his ability, regardless of his opponents, uh, how would I phrase this level of skill, his ability to just grab a neck is still fun to watch. I guess like I didn't expect him to submit him that quickly, but if you were to tell me Mickey Gall is going to get a submission win in the first round, I probably would have said, yeah, probably. But that was just like, Neck snap, back, choke out. Those are like bing, bang, boom. That's just like <laughs> jujitsu 101. So it was just fun to watch. But uh, and then I had Brandon Allen picking up the win. I think Puna Soriano. Uh, mm. This was the, this is, I know we talked a lot about uh, the Macy Barber, Miranda Maverick, like learning curve that we're going to have. Is this, this is Puna's first loss, right? Yes, yep. correct. And this Eight is also out. the only his second time getting out of the first round. Like he's been winning by first round KO or submission non-stop and yes he fought to uh to a decision on the contender series but there's a difference fighting on the contender series which is just the regional scene with a lot of spotlights on you and fighting on espn against who a lot of people consider a top 15 middleweight so i think this loss is going to be super important to puna soriano moving forward because he looked exhausted after the first round i even think the commentary said it so and then brendan allen good on you i think he should fight the loser of uh maybe the the main event next week or another high, or even, or um, who we were just talking, who just be Ian Heinish? Um, Bob, like any of those fights, they're all fun. Uh, so one middleweight is low key, super fun to watch. Uh, yeah, just fun fights all around. Top, as Casey said, uh, it's it's rare when an entire fight card lives up to expectation, but I think it knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, yeah, Alan said, of course he's been, he's been call- he's been calling for that Sean Strickland rematch uh, yeah, since yeah. the last time we fought, <laughs> uh, which by the way was a catchweight one ninety five pound bout, and I think Brendan Allen's aware of this. I believe he mentioned something about like I'm on a five fight, or maybe we did. I don't know, but he's on he's technically on a five fight win streak at bouts uh, at one hundred eighty five pounds. If you don't want to count the again the catchweight fight with Strickland, so very impressive. I believe now that's the second longest middleweight streak, of course, behind yeah. uh, Israel Adesanya. So uh, yeah, that was great. Uh, the other cool thing was so the first three fights in the prelims, guys, the first three winners, Julio Arce, Sajara, and uh, Diana Balbita, shout out Stony Creek, Ontario, uh, all won fights where they were where they were going down a division. Uh, and they look great. Uh, Belbita, again, needed her forgot her first UFC win. She beat Hannah Goldie. Uh, Sajara dominated, of course, a short-notice opponent, but as she was supposed to do. Uh, in returning to the division where she holds a win over current number one contender, Lauren Murphy. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Julio Arce, a very talented guy who I think a lot of people were like, man, if he, go, if he can make 135, he can make some waves. And he looked great against Andre Ewell. So the bantamweight division just got even stronger. It was a hell of a night for the bantamweights. Uh, Casey, do we have time to make maybe take me one or two comments, questions? Of course, we have time. They're coming pretty fast. They're coming. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, I, got, I'm a, you, so, I don't know uh, how you grab these. Like. Yeah. So if you threw some questions out before, I probably won't be able to find it. So throw them in again. <laughs> yeah. Spam away, guys. Yeah, spam but now away. is the time to spam. <laughs> the spam filter has been shut off. <laughs> <laughs> your your must uh, need question. Yeah, I don't All see right, them. Uh, here we go. Just gonna. Sure. Oh, MMA dog. Hello, boy. Um, for the judging. I see only a quick fix. Five judges, so one bad judge card won't affect the results as much. What do you think, guys? I, I know my answer for this. Uh, Jose, I'll let you go first. Uh, hold on. Let me read this question again. For the sure. judging, I only see a quick fix. I don't think I don't think the judging is this massive conspiracy that everyone says. We only talk about it when there's, you know, like, do we talk about this last week? Like, I don't think it's this, this underlying thing that we need to change. Like, should, is it perfect? Absolutely not. But I think there's th- other things in the world of MMA that need to be fixed before the judging. Uh, I don't know. Five judges, fine. But if it's three, fine. We're only talking about this because there were a handful of bad decisions on this. But it's not like it's rampant every, every single fight. I kind of, I kind of, as much as I want to complain about judging, um, I kind of agree with Jose because, um, I mean, we like I can I can say Corey Sanhagen was a robbery. I thought he won he won the fight, but then I was like, it was a close fight. Close fights aren't robberies, and that's what kind of it always goes back to. Close fights aren't robberies. You say it all the time, Mister Robbery Review. It was a close fight. So well, I, I mean, mean, then I see something like Barbara Maverick. I don't know what to think. But, I guess it wasn't close. But that's, yeah, but that's one. That but that's one fight. Sure. One fight out of name the last. We probably saw the last. I don't know. Let's go two hundred fights, and we you saw one clear robbery. Right, everything else yep. was close fights. Sure. Yeah. So, so one and out of two hundred. I'm just kind of throwing it out there, but yeah. I don't think that's a judging problem. I think that well, cri- the other- I mean, but the criteria is kind of odd, but sure. whatever, whatever. And, and, and well, for me, it's the issue of the education of the criteria. So this is why mm-hmm. anytime anyone brings up, oh, oh, five judges, seven judges, uh, uh, nine judges. It won't matter if the judges are all educated the same way and all make the same mistakes. Increasing you know the number of, of, do you know what I'm saying? The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I changed my my mind. If that's what everyone wants, if we're just going to start mm-hmm. throwing judges around, no judges. <laughs> Fight to the death. That's how you decide <laughs> a winner. Boom. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, great though, card you know, tonight. You're, you're, too bad fourteen a, fighters died. There's no, <laughs> there's no, there's no championship. You just get to live. Is that what everyone is, wants? Yeah, Stockton rules. But look, it's all I'm talking about is the amount of judges won't matter if because five judges is the same as uh, five bad judges, and the same as three bad judges. So if your issue is with the judging. Increasing the amount of judges will not change anything. We need to educate. We need, we need to have the I commentary. Hate the, I hate. I hate the judges. We need more bad we, judges. We, yeah, we need to have the commentary with respect to DC, Dominic Cruz, Rogan, all these guys. 
they got to do a better job of, of talking about their criteria because they were all over the place tonight. They, I can't even pick like, oh, what was the Rob Tatum? Quote? Rob Tatum, you suck. Well, you no, suck, Rob crazy. Tatum. And then, and then uh, it, was, it was a legitimate card. It was a legitimate score. Dude, it wasn't crazy. Cormier was, Cormier was talking about, uh, oh, when Dillashaw like, gets a body lock on, uh, on Sanhagen That's and pushes him to down. the fence, he's got to think the judges have to be looking at that as like a takedown. I'm like, what? No, what? No. Cruz Why? said that. Cruz said that. That's not a takedown. And look, we all respect these guys. We all respect these guys. So when you, most fans hear someone like a Cormier say that or a Cruz or whoever, and they make a mistake like that, then the fans are like, oh, okay, this is so that makes sense. You can steal around with a takedown and all this stuff. So it's just education for including us, education in the media, right? We all need to be educated better about their criteria. Most people have no idea what the criteria is, guys. It's out there publicly. You can find it. Check it out. So, uh, the ten, first of all, the, point the to Casey. Criteria. Yeah, sorry. Casey, point to you, sir, because you did not use this as an excuse to bring up open judging, which I thought was coming for sure. So, point to Casey. Let's move on. Casey, let's move on to the next question before you get an inclination to do that. <laughs> I would talk about open scoring another day. But um, <laughs> if we do do five, if we, if we do do. <laughs> Imagine if there was open scoring in the Maverick. Imagine if there was open scoring in the Maverick Barber fight, Casey. How, how different it could have been. Esther Hermes say doo-doo. <laughs> she's laughing. I can tell um, she's giggling. Um, if there are five judges, I do think, though, um, the two judges – and, and this, I'm talking about UFC championship fights or Bellator championship fights. Same, same like the Super Bowls. There's more, you know, there's more refs and stuff. There's more cameras for like instant replays and things like that. I think that for the biggest fights – and the commission has to pay for it. Someone's got to pay for this too. I think the two other judges should be outside in the back area, not on the floor, and they oh, should get yes. a, a feed of the fight yeah. with no commentary. Right. We, important we, with no commentary because people have to. It's, it's it's so hard to explain to fans, but if you sit where a judge sits and then sit, watch a fight from home. DC kind of implies this. It's, it feels like different fights, and oftentimes yep. at home, especially of replays and, co- and commentary. We have a much better view of the fight than the judges do. Yeah. And this is really important yeah. to note. So, yeah. yeah, Casey, one of the biggest cracks people always make about you know the judges is, oh my gosh, was this judge watching the same fight? And like quite literally, depending no. where they were sitting, yeah. they actually did watch a different fight than we watched mm-hmm. at home with the multiple angles and everything. So I, I, I know it's very fun to uh, criticize judging and to crap on judges. We do it all, we do it all the time in the media. Um, but they really are sometimes in a disadvantageous position to judge a fight, which just sounds so stupid, but that's the case. So uh, I, also, I love the idea you have two, two external judges. I love that. Uh, Jose? Also, on a certain website, MMAfighting.com from a very long time ago, Forrest Griffin actually talked about this, and he doesn't think ex-fighters should be judges. And I, I agree. I agree 100%. I think just educate, <laughs> the, just get better judges now. You don't need to. I don't think there needs to be a sweeping change because there are bigger problems in the world of MMA than judging. Fighters are human, and they fighters have just as much bias toward a certain martial art as any fan does. So it's all about just a, just having unbiased judges, and that just takes just a, a professional, a professional, you know, someone who can just wipe it, you know, wipe any emotion away and just look at the fight as it is. So and. Fighters cannot do that. They are very emotional people. <laughs> Robo judges. I like it, Casey. That's let's go yeah. on to the next. All right, all right, let's go yeah, to the yeah. next question. Do, 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 do. Um, uh, here we go. Our pal, Joseph Boza. <laughs> Was Macy Barber's call out of Jessica I weak? Uh, he says she's looking for easy fights. Jose, no, because think? Jessica I already accepted the fight. So, <laughs> oh, next, so next, question, next, next question. She got what next she wanted. Next question. Uh, Jessica, I not only is, not I, only did she call, did she accept the fight? Her exact phrasing was hashtag get spanked Macy Bar at Macy Barber. <laughs> oh, that Jessica, she's such a poet. She has such a way with words. Um, it's definitely not a weak call out, Joseph, because um, it's an opportunistic call out, if you want to call it that. Jessica is number twelve in MMA Fighting's global rankings. Uh, Macy Barber is unranked. So, and I think she, uh, Jessica I might even be higher in the official UFC rankings. Not that anybody cares about those, but either way, she's definitely ranked higher than um, Macy Barber. I thought it was a sensible call. But, um, honestly, not like, I don't think it's an easy fight at all. I don't think Macy Barber's had an easy fight in a while. <laughs> no, and, and and no one beats, I mean, uh, if the exception of Valentina, I mean, we can, we can, you, know, you can talk all you want about Jessica I, but no one beats her easily. It's always a tough battle to beat her. So it's no, no. 
I good call out. Good call out. According to MMA Dog, uh, Jessica's number eight right now in the UFC's uh, media generated rankings. So she's top ten. Very smart call out. Ali yeah. Lareda is also top ten in the Bellator band of, in the, in the Bellator, Bellator official. Uh, she is not in our. She is not in our uh, rankings. I we don't. Add, we don't uh, recognize uh, UFC rankings or Bellator rankings. The only thing that exactly. matters is that Google Doc spreadsheet I get. <laughs> MMAF global rankings, people. Check the banner at the top of our website. It's right there. We got pound for pound. We got division by division. Oh. Uh, you know you want to read it. To Carol Man 91. Uh, is Sanhagen versus Dillashaw worthy of a fight of the year contender? A uh, duh. Yep. That's my response. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> duh. This is a yes or no uh, question. Absolutely. Uh, uh, sir, it wasn't even fight of the night. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get, get spanked. This has to be a Jose question. Uh, this is from the Anui. I'm, I'm, I've never read a book before. This is from the Anui Verower. Uh, Polyphemus from Odyssey, Jose, make a better judge than what we have now. Probably. I mean, Polyphemus. Who is Polyphemus, that? He is the one-eyed giant of Poseidon. I think he's the son of Poseidon. So, sure. That. He's basically just a Cyclops, or he got that. I can't oh. remember if he's a Cyclops. He's the, either the Cyclops or the one that got shot in the I eye. I, I can't. I'm, I'm not 100%, but I do know he is I get it. the one-eyed giant son of Poseidon, if I remember correctly. So, Oh, he's the sure. no man. No man. No man took my eye out or whatever. Oh, no man. Oh, right. Okay. Now it's my, now it's coming back to me. Uh, but I get it. Oh, it's a Cyclops one eye joke. Very good. Very good on we variety hour. Very good. You know uh, what? He was um, so he was <laughs> to people who have not read the Odyssey. He's a tall, very large giant who was blinded by getting shot in the eye with an arrow. In the version I read, it's like a big, like they chop down a tree and it's like a, sure. like a friggin' gigantic stake they turn into it. And yeah, regardless, something I don't know. penetrated his eyeball. His eyeball, there you go. <laughs> something not pleasant. Uh, see, see, I've been, uh, Casey, you're, I've been working. Casey, yeah, you're a Greek. You're, yeah. you're a buff. You're a mythology buff. Mm-hmm. What do you what think you of it? Better judge? Um, yeah, of course. I think, yeah. Um, I'll call. CSAC and yeah, we'll make it happen. Uh, so yes, I think they a son of a Greek god would be a better judge. <laughs> what a troll question! What a troll, Casey. Let's get a couple more in here. Let's get two more and let's get out of here. All right, what do we got? Two more questions, more comments, even comments. I was supposed to say I've been like working in MMA too long because when I put this up there, I read it has Inua Variety Hour. Inua. The Inua, no Ennui, which uh, many of us in MMA are, are the MMA media are very familiar with. Uh, oh boy, Al Mack. Uh, this is harsh. The, the commentary was absolutely terrible tonight. I switched to Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. Um, DC listen, was I, I think the comment- tonight, but not terrible. I think the commentary does some things well. We've said it before. When it comes to time about scoring, just wild. Just and, and they're not. What, what hurts is they're not even consistent. It's like from one one fight they'll say one thing. From moment to moment they'll say one thing. Kate, Kate Bob Tatinson earlier where. Uh, 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 DC kind of criticized uh, Rob Tatum, who was a media guy who scored the fight, uh, and then Rob One Tatum the had an even two, two rounds. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and then and then at first, Cormier said the first round was super close, and then by the end of the second round, he said, "Oh, Brendan Allen's dominating this entire fight." It was very strange. It was very strange. Um, Jose, what was your assessment of, of most of the commentary tonight? If you have uh, have an opinion on that, I didn't. I watched a lot of it without commentary. I think I watched it with a few that I thought were really close to see, especially the main event. I not for Daniel Cormier's commentary. I wanted to see, hear uh, Cruz's commentary because it is his weight class. He did fight T.J. Dillashaw. Corey Sanhagen has made it known that Dominic Cruz is one of his, uh, um, you know, one of his favorite ones. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't know. I think D, it wasn't DC's best night. As Casey said it, yeah. I th- I th- actually, I thought Dom did a very good job in the um, in the main event. Um, I thought he did a very good job, um, t- especially talking about the the cut, because um, he said when I was cut versus uh, I think Cody. When he, I don't know in the fight, he he was talking about he got cut in a fight. He said uh, you get like a weird pressure because you're afraid the fight's gonna get cut. You, yeah, you mean, sorry, yeah, you're afraid yeah, the yeah. fight's gonna get stopped. So Dom did. I thought Dom's um, analysis of the main event was great. And DC had an off night. It's all. It's okay. Uh, Screenplay screen wants to point out that DC was talking a lot about the odds and then admitted he didn't understand them. <laughs> yeah, guys, please, nobody bring up live odds to Daniel Cormier. He, I don't think he cared for them. 
he definitely didn't understand them. I don't think he wanted to talk about them. Every time they came up on screen, he just sounded annoyed. Leave DC alone with the live odds. All right. And credit to but props to DC. One one great thing he did tonight. Sa- saving Brendan Allen's post-fight call out because uh Brendan Allen was kind of saying, like, oh, you know, there's a guy out there who's whatever, I've been wanting to fight. And he just kind of stopped. And then DC was like, oh, just say, uh, maybe tell people who that is. <laughs> maybe, maybe let people know who you're, who you're talking about. So he, he thankfully, he, uh, Alan, did, uh, Brendan Allen did not throw away a promo. So props to DC for that. Uh, Casey, one last comment. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. This is good. This is a good one to end on. Thanks. Uh, Tyler Judd, where do you think Corey Sanhagen goes from here? Boys, which one of you guys wants to answer first? Rob Font. Sure. Rob Font. Dominic. Or Dominic Cruz, either one. I don't care. I know yeah. Dominic Cruz doesn't make sense ranking wise, but I just selfishly think that's just an awesome fight. Yeah, and I think yeah, and I look and and it, I think he would fill somewhat the same, um, you know, boost to his resume. He was thinking that a, a TJ win, right? you know, you beat a former champion, a legend, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dominic, of course, would would fit that bill quite nicely. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you guys. I think it's it's got to be either another contender who's right in his right next to him in the rankings, or Could, yeah. Load up that legend T- fight again. TJ T- also said that if uh, he would, he might want to fight another fight person before you know fill time, especially if if uh, Al Jermaine and Jan can't get in quick uh, and and don't come out healthy. I wouldn't say no to Dillashaw Aldo either. I think that'd be a, a scrap too. Or if they want to do Dillashaw Font and then do Aldo Sanhagen, I think that's fun as well. What was the, what was the first name you said, Jose? Sorry, my my Aldo? speakers went out for a second. Aldo. If they do Aldo Dillashaw, if Dillashaw wants another yeah, yeah. fight, or if they do oh, Dillashaw Font and then Sanhagen Aldo, don't care. Or just give me what I've been waiting forever and just do Cruz Aldo <laughs> or Cruz Edgar. But Aldo's fighting um, Pedro Munoz, right? In a couple weeks. Is that right? Yeah. So is so the if winner Aldo, of if, that. If Aldo wins, the winner uh, of that. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Maybe even the winner. If I'm Dillashaw and I take another fight, I actually take a kind of a an easy fight and um i know i know it won't happen but someone like i'm, I'm saying someone like frankie Edgar or a uh dominic cruz Dillashaw? D- someone someone's think, gonna, it's gonna keep him where he is in the rankings yeah, yeah, but yeah. it is not as a risky fight as saying fight fighting like font or um pedro munoz or something to me um but yeah. i that's why that's if, if he takes another fight that's why i think for Dillashaw because right now nice. he's already lined up for a title shot but he's gonna have to sit for Jeez, at least six months, more, maybe more. Bantamweight, guys, bantam. What a division, eh? What a division. Best, best division in 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 MMA right now. Best I don't division care. MMA, and then one yes. freaking illegal, stupid knee from Peter Yan screwed up all <laughs> from of being it. You know, just, just perfect. You know right? what I mean? Just beautiful, one, like was, lineup ahead of us of fights, and everything <laughs> just kind of. Yeah, I know. I'm playing the music now. I know. Uh, well, oh, hold on. Wait, I got to run. Wait, guys. Whoa. I mean, you can play the, no, you can play the music. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next week's card, uh, again, at the UFC Apex, guys. It'll be UFC Vegas 33, a card that we've been somewhat critical of, that headlined by great middle, great great head, great fight at the main event, uh, Uriah Hall, Sean Strickland. And then they they moved Shamil Abdurakhimov, guys, and Chris Dacus, heavy, uh, heavyweight bout, to the co-main. So excellent call there. Otherwise, it's a smattering of names that... Fans might not be familiar with. We've got Cheyenne Bays versus no. Gloria DePaula, Kyung Ho Kang, uh, Haniyaya, Sam Alvi, Roman Kop- Kopolov, and uh, Brian Barbara Jason. And that's on the main guys. Uh, you can find the full run, of course, on uh, you know, find.com, Wikipedia, wherever you look to for this. Apology.com. Yes. That's not the card next week. The card next week is the freaking oh, Bellator. I'm sorry, Friday. Oh, it's on Saturday. It's, it's on day. Saturday. It's the same night, man. Yes, I'm sorry. There is a Bellator card headlined by maybe the biggest fight of the year. Yes. Uh, Patricio Pitbull versus the undefeated AJ McKee in the featherweight Grand Prix finals for the featherweight championship. Two division champion versus undefeated Bellator homegrown product. What a effing main event. Will that, that, will that fight? Will that be a better fight than the main event tonight? Who knows? I, I hope it is. Even, I, I can't I even begin to speculate. I'm not even talking about like who's better. I'm just talking about a competitive fight because I see next week's being one way traffic either one way or another. I don't know who um, yet, but I don't think it's going to be a back and forth war like tonight. Well, we will definitely. I know we'll discuss. We got a ton. Of, we do a ton of shows every week. I'm sure we'll discuss it on if there's a BTL A side uh, preview shows. 
we got a lot to talk about with Pitbull and AJ McKee. But yes, guys, two cards next Saturday. We'll be Big covering Delta the press card. conference, the media day. We shot the open oh, workout, and we're gonna be. I'm gonna be is there. Inglewood, California. Is there a Vitor Belfort press conference that I hear on Tuesday? On Tuesday, I'll be there Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. And, and 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 people can learn more about this on MMAfighting.com. Yes, and we, MMA do have, yeah, we have a blog. MMAfighting.com. Okay dot blogspot yeah. all right i yeah. gotta ch- so I, I gotta check that out guys mma fighting google it it's on you yeah. we're on youtube instagram twitter uh and uh, of course uh, the old uh, the internet the internet as we learned about yeah, internet the, news uh, the, it's making the internet the news. internet news we are the number one internet news site on the internet so thanks everybody happy birthday ak not my birthday nope what? stop it really it's so weird because like okay never mind you're listening to the vox media podcast network The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.